Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Light news week this week, but uh, as always, you can count on us to make the most of it. I'm your host, Rico, and joining me, as always, the legendary Link, the tenacious teacher, the workout warrior, Marcus. <laughs> the workout warrior. <laughs> uh, how's it going, man? How you doing? I know it's Tuesday night. Uh, I know we usually record on Saturdays, Sundays. Generally, Sundays is kind of the day where we kind of kick off, and we were supposed to record yesterday, but... I was t- I was exhausted. I did get to eat with my mom. We need to go out and eat. And uh, congratulations to my brother. My br- we have another we have another niece, another niece, Kaylina Villarreal. Wow. That's her name. Yeah. So Michael has his baby, and I know that was the big the big news yesterday and stuff like that. So uh, met, met up with my mom, talked to my brothers, you know, and yeah, it, it was again just obviously a great experience. Anytime you know you add an additional member to the family and stuff. Uh, but aside from that, today's Tuesday. It's already almost the middle of the work week, and I'm like dreading because tomorrow's gonna be a long day, mind you. Tomorrow's also my birthday, so I'm like, it's kind of a love hate thing, like, oh, it's my birthday, but it's like, damn, I am going to work. Uh, I am going to be doing something after school, like an after school event that I will be a, be a part of until about six thirty. I have duty in the morning. I have a department hate meeting after school, <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm just like, uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but other than that, again, I, I, to make up for it, I do plan on taking some a couple of days off, a couple of days off soon, hopefully uh, Monday or, or Friday or whatever. I do have my formal next next Wednesday, which is, you know, if you're a teacher, you know what it is. But if you don't know, it's basically my yearly evaluation that I'm going to be having for the school. So that's next Wednesday. So, oh, man. <laughs> a lot on your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's kind of like, and, and unfortunately, I kind of put the whole birthday, it doesn't feel like my birthday, kind of put on the back burner and stuff like that. But I'm trying to make the most of it. Uh, my girlfriend showed up. She 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 came by real quick and she's always busy with pay school. So shout out to her also. She's she's really, really trying and she's working her ass off and it never goes unnoticed. So she brought me some food uh, right when she had just got done studying. So and we're just kind of talking and, you know, just trying to get through the days and the weeks and it really just really really just pushing and grinding you know what i mean and i said no no and she goes you okay i said yeah i'm just i'm exhausted i thought i'm tired i was like but once i podcast with rico i'll get that that second or what is it surge of energy that get all like talkative and and we'll shoot the shit and talk you know what i mean we have a good time every time i podcast and i never let my energy affect our you know conversation so yeah other than that it's been it's been one hell of a week and unfortunately i, I do play i still i've been playing zelda every day Every day, hitting over 200 hours and counting, having a, still having a blast with it, still watching One Piece. And that's basically all that's been on my mind. Haven't seen anything, haven't played anything else, haven't watched any, no movies. That has just been Zelda and One Piece. Like, that's been my life the last month and a half, two months. Well, One Piece, obviously, further, right? But since I really sat down and played Zelda, you know, that's where I've been. But what about yourself, man? How's everything going? What's the, the entertainment world for you looking like? No, I actually have also not not really, well, not also, but I have not really been playing too much. A uh, little bit of 2K here and there. I played uh, this, uh, what was the name of that game, that uh, BR that we were playing? The one that was oh, like the yeah, soldiers. Mini, mini soldiers. Or mini, mini, mini Royale. Mini, mini Royale. Royale. Yeah, I played a little bit of that with, uh, with played, you. Yeah. I, I, I played a little bit with Omar. I played a little bit of the three of us together. Uh, I've been playing a little, I've been, uh, firing up the switch and playing a little bit of Pokemon too, but mostly have been off of like games. I played a little bit of Overwatch earlier today, but I just haven't, haven't had it in me to play anything lately. I've been spending a lot of time outside with my dogs. My uncle's been over, so we've been hanging out and chilling. Uh, had one of my cousins, uh, come in yesterday to hang out, uh, and yeah, that that's basically it. Been listening to a lot of podcasts, been watching a lot of content, most more so like on YouTube and uh you know, a couple streams, not not too many. Been watching this show called uh Madam President. I think I, I talked about it uh a while yeah. in one of the last podcasts. I've been watching that show, you know, the whole government stuff has just been really interesting. <laughs> been trying to keep a little bit more informed with the news and what's going on in the world. Uh, but yeah, I really haven't played too much. I haven't watched anything too crazy. So yeah, I kind of had just been like out of the loop a little bit, which it feels like even as a group, you know, you and not just you and I as a duo, but even the rest of the group, like everybody's kind of off doing their own thing right now. Uh, we, we usually play a lot more 
games and stuff during the week at least when we can when we're when, when we're available and stuff but uh yeah it's kind of been real quiet lately yeah uh sure. everybody's every, everybody's busy i know uh, the guys are transition are starting to transition over to like basketball uh some of them and stuff like that so i don't know every, it, it seems uh at least in the gaming space it everyone's kind of on their own stuff i think i've seen andrew maybe playing some cyberpunk again uh, yeah, I know Andrew just kind of got done with football. I'm not sure what another sport he's doing. I think he does track. I know he's been trying to get into powerlifting and stuff like that, but I know his football season is winding down. So obviously when they're not coaching, they have more time to play. Where, where on the other end, I think Omar is actually gearing up. If I'm not mistaken, they, their season already started uh, for the boys. If it doesn't start, I know. I, and the reason I'm always remembering is because always the week of my birthday. I mean, like, yeah, like since, you know, forever, this basketball season always starts during the, during this week. So I know they're gearing up, they're getting ready. So we might not be seeing a lot of Omar, you know, considering that basketball schedule is just always just jam packed and I don't know Omar gets on late, but yeah, um, I'm sure he'll find time to game. Omar says, Oh, you know, no time for sleep time for gaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's something else. Uh, we did have some, we didn't have too much news, but we did have some interesting stuff happen this week. I know one of the big things, uh, tonight is, uh, the NBA is back, which I'm sure, a lot of us are excited about uh right before we had we were just you know making some conversation before we started recording uh with the nba coming back fantasy foot i mean fantasy basketball starts too so uh you know i know all of you guys are into the fantasy basketball thing i have kind of like stepped out of it the last couple of years but uh that's exciting uh one of the other things is uh Giannis. Giannis decided to resign with the bucks uh yeah. it was kind of like this thing up in the air where you know Giannis being you know, I would probably say comfortably, I can probably comfortably say he's probably top three player in the NBA at the moment. Uh, you know, people will argue this one, that one, or the, or the other, but I, I would say he's probably in the top three. Uh, I, I feel comfortable saying at least that. Uh, so with him and, uh, you know, free agency coming and him not resigning, I know a lot of teams were excited. Oh, we got to start planning. We got to start saving money, cutting, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know... The uh, Bucks did end up making that move to get uh, some help for him in, in the ways of Damian Lillard, and uh, he decided to resign. So uh, good for him, good for the Bucks, and uh, good for the East, really, for the Eastern Conference. You know, they're going to stay competitive, hopefully, and uh, they've grown on that side of the NBA now with, uh, you know, the Celtics getting better. Uh, th- there's, some, there's some questions up there, though. Let, let, let's see what, uh, what happens there in the East and what happens there with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um. Any. Any. Are you excited that he resigned? Are you bummed that he resigned? What do you think? You talking about Giannis? Yeah. I'm uh, pretty indifferent. I, I never figured he was leaving. Uh, obviously, these NBA players, the star NBA players, make these waves because hey, you got to put pressure on the general manager to make some moves, right? You're, you're, there's no way they're getting like. There's no way Giannis was was leaving. You know, personally, I think Milwaukee and stuff. I know they mentioned big market, big market, but Giannis has kind of solidified himself. It, it's it's everything Damian Lillard ever wanted. You know what I mean? To win, to beat Dan. You know, Damian Lillard always just wanted to be. He wanted to set up Portland to be the, that that franchise. You know what I mean? And again, they signed, and you know they 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 did what they could. I know Lillard gets a little bit of slack because the way he left. But hey, man, like give the guy his flowers sometimes. You know, he he really really tried. And at the end of the day, again. Giannis, I'm indifferent. I, I think he even said, oh, uh, this is the first time. I didn't even look down. I want to stay here so bad that I just signed. I said, man, shut up. Three years, 180. Get out of here. Come out with that stuff, man. <laughs> but again, I couldn't see Giannis in any other um, capacity. I know I know people like superstars, Kevin Durant kind of moving, and even LeBron James kind of moving. But Giannis has always been very, very vocal about his loyalty to, to the franchise, very much like Damian Lillard. And even if he wasn't, you would know firsthand that he was unhappy. You would know firsthand. He, like, they have no problem saying, like, hey, I like it's just not working, or hey, I want out. Like, you know, good for him. Again, got his money, got his bag, and he's going to be contending for championships what more can you ask for man he's in a really good spot yeah i i i had the feeling that there was a little bit of a chance that he was gonna leave but after the move i thought like okay that's it they they did something they showed uh some kind of effort and particular because of the comments that he made like really was like whoa like uh pre uh trade 
he made some comments that were about him feeling like he gives the organization his all and he didn't feel like anybody else was matching that so he wasn't like directing it exactly at like the players or the front office but i felt like whoa so he feels like he's doing everything in his power but he doesn't feel like he's getting that from anybody else when he said that i was kind of like oh crap like does that mean like there's a chance and for a while i thought yeah maybe but i thought they just have to make a move and that has to and, yeah. and he'll be at least do something which uh, I mean, they did and, and it would have uh, been real damning if if the front office were just like no like oh you know they did nothing or because night and day you know the front office damon litter did the exact same thing over in portland the front office remember i, I remember those stories he needs help needs help and they didn't do it damn thing and obviously it's kind of disheartening but i hear this guy is Giannis did the exact same thing and the front says wait wait a minute against you know the small racket teams we ain't gonna lose our guy you know what i mean Giannis again like you mentioned that you know i don't know if lillard at any given point in his career was top three we've always knew he was top 10 easy but this is top three this is you know your your joker and your Giannis that conversation i i would personally say top two i know you would probably put Embiid in the in that in that category somewhere too right is that would would that have been the other guy that you're you're three i i I think i think uh at least for the in the last couple of years i would say that's it uh yeah yeah and and again like those are those guys you're not losing you know what i mean and unfortunately and Embiid's always been probably the most vocal right it's safe to say the most vocal of the three uh, where you know exactly what i was thinking also but again when you're losing those type of caliber players and again lillard is not you know we're comparing two different guys two different positions you know uh, you know even then and Giannis, like there's no way you're giving up or you're gonna try anything you could to give up the number two again, the guy who won the check. Because Giannis already, you know, won a ring a few years ago, and you know what I mean. You're not gonna stop paying this guy or doing what you can. You you gotta make this guy happy. If Giannis says it, you do it. And the crazy part is the part that I thought was interesting was that the front office was who was it? Was it the front office that didn't even like ask Giannis about it, or was it the was it who who somebody else? Right? Was it wasn't it the Bucks? Was it the report him, that came out? Like, like they, like they just made the deal. They didn't ask about. Oh yeah, um, Drew yeah, Holiday yeah. getting rid of Drew Holiday or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, per- particular because they thought that he would, you know, have a little bit of shakiness when it came to getting rid of Drew. Yeah, but in this case, because of their relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, and which is good. Again, general, general, the the GMs, the uh, the front office always has to. They obviously have that particular conversation, or you know, or at least have that. What is what's what's the word I'm thinking of? Balance, right? Balance between your players, where you're giving your best for your players, but also you know it, it's a market, it's a business, and you're gonna try to build the best team possible. They won already, right? But the league changes every so often. You got sometimes you got you know you got to get younger in some aspects, or not even younger, right? Just better shooting in some aspects. You obviously got to fit the team and see what the team needs. And Chris Milton has, for whatever reason, his shooting's been a little bit more on the slump side than than usual at least the last couple of seasons. So you have to make up for that. Not to say that Drew Holiday was you know this whatever because he was an he's an amazing defender, a great leader, an amazing player, you know, amazing player either way. And I know uh, where he went to uh, Boston, right? Um, mm-hmm. Right gotten a serious serious upgrade i know a lot of times marcus smart kind of comes to the picture but no there's no like yeah like i I like marcus smart a lot but again everybody upgraded i think the trade has been one of the more balanced i don't even even want to say balanced but yeah you can say balanced right one of the more balanced trades overall so it's exciting it's going to be fun to see david litter in a bucks jersey and what was that thing with david litter said he looked around and said what the right he's taking a picture with Brooke Lopez and uh, Giannis and you know the other starters. He's like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, like- <laughs> Chris, Chris is not small either, man. Middleton. Yeah, Chris Middleton and it's a big like, guard. He, so. And he looking around. He's like, what the? Hell? He made those comments. I said, yeah. And and Brooke Lopez, like, like that guy's an animal. Every boy is known as he's an animal, and the t- the team fits very well to where he could still do what he does best and not had. And and I know during playoffs his minutes spiked up because he was playing amazing. Or whatever compared to the season before, but Brooke Lopez is an animal, dude. So they got a good squad all around, um, and we'll see how it goes, man. The season's just started today. Lakers lost. Yeah, Lakers lost. That's a whole different conversation that I'm not sure I want to get into, unless Rico <laughs> asks. But uh, 
We'll see. And it, but it's not more of the same as last year, which is good. More of the same as far as the, the way the, the season started for the Lakers. It's more of it's more of the same towards towards the ending. The weaknesses still kind of seem to be there, but it's the first game of the season. The best part is, is that we can progress and we can obviously you know get better and make our damn shots, dude. Oh my god. But anyways, anyways, that that ends my my rant. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I know we get real into uh, uh, basketball and all that. I know I'm super excited, too, for my team tomorrow. We're opening up with the Spurs, so uh, we're going to get our the first look at Wemby, uh, official, <laughs> official NBA game. Uh, and our our rookie is not really as hyped or anything like that, but, oh, my goodness, like he's played so well in the preseason. Uh, and he's exactly what we need. We need a center. We need a Tyson Chandler-type center. Uh, I was reading, I think, that they didn't think Luca was going to play tomorrow, but now it's seeming like he is. So uh, I'm excited to see how the maps look and, how, and quite frankly, how the Spurs look, too, if I'm being honest. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, we're, what, the, what we're all the hype all is curious. about. Yeah, yeah, we're all curious yeah. as to, you know, uh, uh, Victor Wembenyama, right, how he's going to play. And I know the Spurs fans are second coming of Tim Duncan, everybody. <laughs> and, you know, again, I've always said, I think I even mentioned last year, it's just a little different, right? Um when Spurs basketball is no good. When Spurs basketball is no good, right? The people here, and especially that surround us, you know, there's none of that, that shit talking. Cornelio's quiet. Daniel's quiet. They've been in their holes and they're just looking for it next week. But now that it's here, oh, here it comes again. They're, they're, they're revving up, are they're revving up. And it, again, it's always... It's it's always a good place for Spurs basketball. Spurs basketball, especially when they're successful, has always had a place in the NBA because a Spurs Lakers games man notorious for just being amazing in any capacity, dude. And it just 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 around obviously our our community in general because everybody here is a diehard Spurs fan. Considering that in Texas we have the Spurs, Mavericks, and the Rockets, but Spurs man, they people bleed black and so around here. So it, it's always a good time for for for, for Spurs basketball to be uh, successful. So. Um, we're ready for the shit talking. We're ready. We're, you know, they already started. Victor's the second coming of Jesus Christ, and I don't know what. And uh, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun season. Yeah, and they're gonna be coming real hard tomorrow because last night their Astros went down ugly. Oh, man. dude, <laughs> and that's because I I don't watch baseball year round because it's just a lot. They take place, but the World Series is a different story. And you can kind of and right right away you can know you know who the powerhouses are. You know the defend the defensive type of. Of teams and stuff like that, man. But the Rangers and Astros, man, those guys are sluggers, dude. Holy hell, man! They were hitting the shit out of that thing, and they and the scores were always five, eight, ten to two, or you know what I mean. Like, like yeah. those are exciting games for baseball, where a lot of times you kind of see, you know, one to two or two to one. You're talking about three hours, three and a half hours to see one home run or one whatever. No, you're seeing home runs, you know, bases. You're seeing guys making these spectacular catches and throws, you know, and like in one game so it's been intense i know right now the phillies and the uh, the diamondbacks are playing right now uh I'm not, i didn't get to watch that game but um i think the bottom was it top of the six bottom of the set was it something like that and it's like two to three or something like that very very defensive and those guys are trying their best just to obviously you know make the world series because it is tied three three so we'll see what happens man yeah two good series man so i mean hopefully the world series is a is a good one yeah, people say that whoever came out, whoever had come out of uh, between the Astros and the Rangers, and would more than likely, basically, I don't want to say dominate, right? But people were pretty confident that they would dominate whoever comes out of the NLCS. So who knows, man? Again, when you got when you got powerhouse luggers, because I don't, I had never seen Garcia for the Rangers play, man. But I was watching the game yesterday. Every time this guy came up to bat, I, I was like, man, what? Boom, home, home run, boom. <laughs> Two home runs to see. I said, this guy, this guy is crazy, man. Looking like David Ortiz out there. And I always say that story where, again, I, I usually watch the World Series. And again, back in college where I saw David Ortiz smack that grand slam in the World Series to four scores. I said, this guy looked just a bah, crapping the shit out of his ball. And it was sailing. I said, holy shit. It, it was a lot of fun. And again, obviously, when the, when the when high scoring games, you know, when people are making plays, like those are the games you want to see, man, for real. Yeah, the, that's definitely what the fans love, so. I mean, let's see. Hopefully we, hopefully we do get that. And maybe a Texas team will bring it home. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have too much for anime this week, Marcus. I don't know if you had anything you wanted to throw in there. I'm sure there's always something. Uh, sure. But 
I know a lot of I know it's kind of a lot of things are starting back up again. I know uh Jujutsu is back like, you know, people are talking about it. I know we have uh Attack on Titan coming very soon, ending very soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Ending? Yeah, 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 you're right, right. You know, sure. yeah, it's it's going to be the last uh, the last the last part of it as far as we know. I mean, uh, unless they unless they give us some, you know, a movie or another <laughs> another part. Well, there was that. There was that conversation with um, what's his name, uh, the creator, actually coming out with some sort of. Uh, it looked like what it was like a side story or something like that. Um, not really sure exactly what it was or what's gonna go, but uh, there's still more Attack on Titan, Attack on Titan to come from the creator. So again, that's all. Any Attack on Titan lore has always been fun. So we'll see more or less what kind of comes from there. Um, as far as like anime and you know. From what I've seen, it's just a lot of anime is kicking back up. I think Spy Family is already uh, it's already out. I know a lot of the sequels and stuff like that. The one I'm actually gearing up for, and I just kind of was some more of a shout out than anything, was Windbreaker. Windbreaker, um, <laughs> delinquent, one of those delinquent school ones. Very, uh, I don't want to say Tokyo Avengers, right? Because that one took itself too serious. This one is kind of the opposite, where it's there's some guy looking to fight, beat the shit out of people because he likes fighting. <laughs> so. Uh, Windbreaker's on my list, but again, the season has has taken off. There's a lot, a lot of good ones actually, and a lot of it's always good to see a lot of the ones that are not. Um, what is it? A lot of I don't want. I guess sequels, right? You know what I'm saying? Not the sequel, like you don't want the sequels or or whatever, um, or the three sequels. The ones with additional seasons. Like you want to see the ones with one season. Hopefully, they do good because you also want to see something you want to see more of. One of the ones that caught Rico's attention was uh, was uh, Friday. Beyond Journey's End, mm-hmm. right? I know that one caught your attention. Very fantasy, very shonen. Another one was the uh, Apothecary Diaries. And yeah, so there's a lot of, again, we we said from the get-go that the fall season was going to be amazing. Goblin Slayer, Undead Unluck, you know, just name a name a, a, a other couple of few. Uh, the Rising of Shield Heroes already out too, doing a lot better than season two right out, right out of the gate. But uh, yeah, so other than that, not really much for anime. Just if you haven't kept up with the fall stuff, there's a lot of new stuff coming out. And again, I'm putting everything into the back burner. Uh, I just got done with Punk Hazard, the one Punk Hazard arc. I'm on episode 630, which I just started Dressrosa. That's I, I know that one's probably the one with the biggest pacing issues, according to the internet. But Andrew swears, and he that's his his favorite bad guy, his favorite villain is is. Uh, Don uh, Don Flamingo. So uh, we'll see how it goes, and I- I'm actually excited. We're supposed to get some. This possible supposed to be one of the longest arc aside from Wano. It's supposed to be like 120 episodes for this arc, so that should easily put me over 750, right? So a little or little around 750. So yeah, all these things will be put in the back burner, but I will catch up. And the best part is I get to binge watch every single one of these, and I'm super excited about that. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, that's it for me though. As far as anime, I can talk about anime all day. Yeah, and again, it's just one of those times where it's a lot more watching. Not really. There's been announcements, but nothing like, "Whoa, did you see this?" You know, like. Uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, I guess right now is just the time to kind of watch and catch up and watch all these things. Uh, and if you're gonna go on a on a One Piece arc, I guess Marcus is showing it can be done. I mean, you have made crazy progress, man. So I mean, I did start. I just start in January. I started in January, but mid, early mid January is where I started. More okay, mid January. It was already going to hit February, if I'm not mistaken. If you actually want to listen to the early podcast, obviously I might have more of a timeline there. That's more me guesstimating, right? But yeah, uh, it's October 24th. What is that about? In 10 months, about nine, nine and a half months, almost 10 months already going on, and 600. So I should catch up in another, if it's on what, episode 1080. I should catch up. Honestly, maybe by like April or May, I would have caught up. You know if what? I'm going at the rate I'm going at. You know what? Now that I remember, I rem- now I remember something. Let me look it up. Something that we could talk about here in this uh, this section. Uh, what is this called? That new movie that's being made by G- by Studio Ghibli that is going to have like a lot of American actors. Oh yeah, they, they Christian Bale. Um, Christian, I know Christian Bale is one of the one that comes to mind because he's actually Hal in Hal movies Castle. Christian here here Bale, it is: Christian Bale, Dave Bautista, Gemma Chan, William Dafoe, uh, Karen Fukunara, Mark Hamill, Robert Pattinson, and Florence Pugh. And it's going to be called The Boy and the Heron. Yeah, The Boy and the Heron. It's actually supposed to be an amazing, amazing uh, Studio Ghibli film. 
And I know the, even like, again, if you follow Rotten Tomatoes, all the reviews have been stellar. I mean, stellar, stellar. Uh, people have called this Miyazaki's, you know, magnum opus when he, right before he retired. But then he says, oh, I'm not retiring anymore. So go figure, right? But we do have, we do have our boy, Robert Pattinson, like Rico had mentioned, Christian Bale, Mark Hamill. He was just a bunch of big, big names. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, we see these big names and people are like, oh, snap. And, you know, all these things. But they, you know, and like Christian Bale, for sure. I know Christian Bale has done work before. And again, in House Moving Castle, he's done some other ones. Even like Billy Bob Thornton had, was in, uh, he's one of the ones that kind of stood out to me, was in Princess Mononoke. Like, these are guys who are big time actors doing roles like this. And people are saying, oh, imagine we had these guys in anime dub across across the whole, you know, spectrum. But I said, no, I mean, this, these are these are treats, right? Christian Bell is phenomenal. Robert Pattinson, William Dafoe has an amazing voice. Dave Bautista, Florence Pugh, and it, it's going to be something. If people weren't going to see it, and again, this is day one for me. Like I, I'm going to go see this damn movie. I, you know, I'm excited. So big time, big time act, a list actors. Super excited. Yeah. I'll watch it dubbed and subbed. I'll watch it both. You know, just and it's supposed to be an amazing film. So oh, for sure. How how do you feel about it? What, what do you think? Is it something that you would actually go watch? It's something, it's definitely something I would go watch. You know, I, I know, uh, I've seen uh, maybe two Studio Ghibli films. Uh, and I think this, this, uh, this, this cast, I think, can serve as like an entry for, uh, an entry like of interest for some people that really aren't familiar with these kind of films, have never gone to see anything like this before. They could say, you know what, like, whoa, Christian Bale's in this? Oh, Florence, Florence Pugh, Robert Panson, you know, all these names are very recognizable. You know, I feel like if, if you watch movies at all and, and you're familiar with film and stuff like that, you you know at least one of the names up there. And when you say, uh, at least to those people that aren't fans of this kind of work, I, I, feel like, I feel like to legitimize it is not the right term, but at least puts it on their radar. I guess yeah. would probably be the, the the better term to say, and they and they would say you know it'll gain a little bit of notoriety I think because of that and maybe introduce people like to this to the world of like animated films, uh and maybe anime in general you know uh, uh, yet another you know entryway entry point for for people that just you know don't really think twice about watching stuff like this again it is going to be coming to North America and IMAX uh, December eighth. So it'll be here before I you max. know it. I max. So yeah, I think I think that was really the big thing. I I had forgotten about that, but that's that's big. That's big time mm, for sure. Uh, I guess sliding over to uh, film, I just had a couple things. We had uh, we already knew that there was a live action Fallout series coming. Again, I I don't really play Fallout, but people rave always about like the uh, the environment the uh the world building and all that and i know you're a fan of that particularly so uh we have a series coming to prime video and they announced that it's going to be coming on april 12th so is this something you might check out not really interested not sure <sighs> waiting for reviews how do you feel about this one usually when it comes to like that i know like reviews that's because the only not the only way i would watch it because i get I, I know people there's fallout has a huge people love fallout has a huge fan base i know fallout was a 76 right it had it was had a mediocre release which was the last big fallout game and in order for something for for me to actually watch that it had to be on the level of of the last of us when it came out for hbo man you know what i mean like last of us took the world by storm video game video game adaptation obviously it helped we had pedro, pedro pascal you know, as Joel and headlining that stuff, you know, all the Pedro Pascal fans came out of the woodworks. And I know obviously checked it out, but aside from the point, you know, he, everybody else made that the series what it was. It was an amazing series. And the ratings were just phenomenal. So for something like Fallout to actually be on that level, maybe it was where it get me to actually go and watch it. But if it doesn't hit stuff like that, and kind of, you know, I don't want to say, oh, good reviews and nobody's really talking about it again. When it comes to live action, for me personally, it has to be something that's. Like, like, I don't want to, it has to be something like FOMO. Oh, you know, I don't want to miss out on it. Or, or be, be left behind the bandwagon, you know, where everybody else is raving and raving about it. And I'm talking, you're talking the Stranger Things wagons. You're talking the Last of Us. You're talking uh, Squid Games type of wagon. The One Piece wagon. You know what I mean? Like, so those shows, when it came out, like, hey, you want to be on board. So unless Fallout's like that, I may not be on board, strangely enough. You know what I mean? But again, it's, it's no other thing than I just rather watch anime <laughs> yeah i think i think i'm i think i'm 
very likely to watch it. I'm not going to say I'm for sure going to watch it, but I I think I'm highly likely to watch it just because uh there has not been there's not too many things I watch on Prime Video. The last one was probably the the Lord of the Rings series that they did. Uh I enjoyed it. I know people had problems with it. It wasn't it wasn't the highest rated, but uh I think they did a good job with what they had with what they did. The budget again was crazy. Uh if you go back and look at like numbers like that, so this is another one that uh you know because it is a, a video game you know franchise going into like uh live action uh I'm, I'm curious and not being too familiar with the fallout story the fallout uh series and all that i think uh i'd like to like get this fresh start and see what their take on it is and just uh kind of see uh what amazon does with some, with a property like this mm. uh and you know i i think this will be big for them if they nail it it's gonna be amazing and if they don't it's gonna be like well you know people will say the lord of the rings was a little mediocre maybe this is mediocre and they might it might be a while till we see something big from them again so i don't know i i'm I'm curious already so more than likely i'll be watching it again that's going to be on amazon prime video and it's going to be on april 12th uh two other things i had that were interesting one more so just because of the cast which uh that's kind of the whole announcement where Guillermo del Toro is going to be making a Frankenstein movie. And they uh, threw out the roles of who's going to be in the cast. And thus far, we have Mia Goth as the bride, which is probably the one I'm not too familiar with. I know she's like a British actress, I think, and I'm not too familiar with her work. Oscar Isaac as the monster and Andrew Garfield as the doctor. So I thought, whoa, Oscar Isaac and Andrew Garfield, like I'm oh, fans dude. of both of them. Oh, so I'm dude. like, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and with Guillermo del Toro's vision, like, oh, it's gonna look up. fantastic. Yeah, it's gonna look fantastic. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's always had amazing characters, and just it's uh, the Spanish, right? The Spanish Tim Burton, and obviously he has his own style, man. But if you're a fan of, what would you even call it? His type of like fantastic, like fantastical gothic fantasy gothic. Um, Right, right. So something, like, something along those lines. The yeah. way he kind of brings those guys to life, man. Like, holy hell! I know Pinocchio had come out and raved on Netflix and looked stunning. I haven't actually checked it out, but it's always like there on my list. But when you see when you see Andrew Garfield, and that was me for me personally. Like, <clears throat> I know Oscar Isaac is also amazing, and he really is a great, amazing actor. But Andrew Garfield, man, can put on a show, man. Golly, like, and I'm not just saying that. Like, Andrew Garfield is talented, and for him to actually come back and uh, Andrew Garfield was supposed to be playing uh, Victor, right? If I'm not mistaken, and I think Oscar Isaac was Frankenstein, mm-hmm. right? The right. monster, mm-hmm. not not Frank. I'm sorry, not Frankenstein. The monster, right? The, the monster. He's a monster, yeah. Because Victor Frankenstein is for those you don't know, right? Um, is Victor Frankenstein? It's called Frankenstein's monster. Is, is essentially his name. I know people get that. Oh, his name is Frankenstein. No, it's not. Right? Mary Shelley says no. Uh, great book, <laughs> right? I know people love the book. I, I read it once a long time ago, and a lot of people enjoy it. And I said, well, let me go back and read it again. Like, I'm, uh, I am a English teacher and stuff like that. And I gave it another shot, and it was actually very interesting. Maybe I didn't give it a good chance the first time, and I got through halfway, and I. Didn't finish because I was reading it during testing. Again, I had gone through half the book. I was reading into the part where he, the monster had just come to life. But anyways, I can get the whole thing, get into an analytical summary as to why the monster is misunderstood and all these things. But I'm not going to. Um, but anyways, can't wait. Andrew Garfield's going to kill it. Oscar is going to kill it. Who played the, the... There's one more actress. I'm not familiar with her, though. Mia Goth, the bride. Yeah, yeah. who does... Who, who, where does she come out from? I'm not, I'm not familiar with her at all. Me, me either. I know she's a. Uh, I don't know. If she's. A, I. I want to say she's like from the UK. So I. I really haven't seen any of her work. I'm also not familiar with her. But I mean, if they're throwing her in there with Isaac and Garfield, I mean, there's a reason. Uh, Guillermo Toro doesn't just put just anybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, again, the act, the, the the director. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not familiar with any of these. I'm looking at her thing right now. Um, not familiar with any of these. So yeah, we'll see how it comes. It's exciting. That was an exciting, exciting work for sure. Yeah, and we've seen so many iterations of Frankenstein, right? But the Frankenstein story. But I mean, in the goth, you know, style that we that we expect from Del Toro, like it's just it's just perfect, right? And with those act actress and that actor, I mean the actors and the actress, uh, I'm sure it's gonna be a good time. 
Uh, last thing I have for film TV, uh, a Gargoyles live action remake is reportedly in development for Disney Plus. Gary Doberman is set to serve as writer, producer, and showrunner for the series. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, Doberman worked on uh, the Conjuring, a lot of the Conjuring stuff. I think he, particularly, Ooh. I think he had a lot of work on Annabelle, and then he also, I think, wrote The Nun. I think he wrote The Nun and had a lot of did a lot of work on Part Two, which I actually saw in the last couple of days. Uh, enjoyed it. I love that whole universe and all that. So. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know there's like a little darkness behind like the Gargoyle story. Uh, but I was a huge fan. I don't know if you were into the Gargoyles, but I was a huge I, fan growing up. I, I watched that show. Really, I, I watched it a lot growing up. I remember bits and pieces and I remember it kind of ended up like, uh, like some sort of cliffhanger, like in the finale uh, with the castle and what's her name? Um, what's her name uh, uh eliza? Not, not eliza? is it eliza, eliza? not Dem- i remember demona demona yeah. was that shady oh man <laughs> she guys grind your gears when you're little man uh but what's the, what's her name uh it's, isn't it eliza is it eliza i'm pretty sure it's eliza yeah, I, yeah that's the one someone i don't remember right but uh i remember demona being just which you know the crafty and i not always rooted for goliath and demona to kind of be together and they had a they had their children together the the what is it, Angela? So, but then, obviously, you know, falling in love with with the human and stuff like that. And how it was, I want to say it was a real ahead of its time, you know. And even the even the gargoyles were a lot of fun. I remember just the, I remember that they were named after what, like streets or parts of uh, New York or something. Parts of New York, or, yeah, right. Hudson, uh, yeah. I remember Hudson, Brooklyn, Bronx, uh, Bronx, Richmond. Bronx is the other one I remember. I don't remember the other ones, but Brooklyn and Bronx are the ones I remember. But if this is live action. Lexington, Lexington it's a little green one, right? I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the. Le- Lexington was like yellowish. Yellowish. Bronx, yeah. Bronx was like the dog. Hudson was yeah, like yeah. the old wise one with one yeah. eye. Yeah. No, yeah. and there was obviously everybody knows Goliath, the big Goliath. The big yeah. yeah, Goliath just was just amazing. So I'm curious to see what this live action is going to be. And honestly, if it looks good, man, for some gargoyles. <laughs> I'd be checking it out day one, man, because that that show was. It's amazing. It's, it's still a great show, man. Yeah, and we need a good Xanatos, man. Because that guy, that guy was a piece of crap, too, in the show sometimes. And sometimes, you know, him and the Gargoyles team up to take out something even worse than him. <laughs> he was he was shady as hell, wasn't he, dude? <laughs> yeah. That guy well, was and, a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, also, like, with the whole dark, with the, with the experience in building dark universes, uh, I think once we see episode one, it's really going to... Uh, let's not, you know, let's not count our chickens before they hatch, but this is yeah. barely them like announcing it. But in episode one is going to tell a lot because I don't remember. I don't know if you remember how dark episode one was like with. With uh, the gargoyles all being murdered while they were <laughs> yeah. were made to stone and these guys just happened to be the survivors. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so it was it was crazy. It it was a crazy show. It it was really out there. Like you said, a lot of it is ahead of its time and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how it translates. Yeah, Lex Uh, Luthor looking. (laughs) I mean, just his 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 demeanor. But we'll see how it goes. Again, it's exciting to see more or less uh, what direction they take. Maybe I might even go back and watch the series. I don't think it's that many. I don't remember it being that many episodes. I know I was like fifty or so. Maybe it might be a little less. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna have to do the same thing now i'm all hyped <laughs> <laughs> uh that's it that's all i had for film and stuff like that uh I, like i mentioned i did watch the nun this week i also watched barbie finally uh enjoyed both of those so uh yeah you didn't watch anything new mm-hmm. one piece one piece only one piece one piece, one piece, only one piece. I watch sports. That's about it. I watch football and basketball and i'm keeping up that I've actually been keeping up with the world series also uh Oh, honestly, dude, <laughs> just one piece, one piece, only one piece. I, I get it. I get it. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's like a job. <laughs> yeah. I, again, and I'm loving every. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm loving every second of it. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Like some parts that make me tear up. The music's amazing. The characters are phenomenal. Like it's 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 what I'm super about right now. And uh, even when it's over, I'm gonna just be a one of the biggest fans because it's I, I like it i know that it's cool to hate on the popular stuff or whatever man but it, it, it tugs at some strings for sure nice nice uh i guess the last thing gaming not again not too much here either but of course we're gonna we're gonna go off 
like we usually do. Uh, we got the announcement, uh, I guess, late last week, early in the weekend, that uh, La Seraphine, which I, I, ch- I double-checked because I know how people get about their their K-pop groups and all that kind of stuff. Le Seraphim, you, it, it's actually said exactly like like it sounds, like, like it looks. Uh, it's having a crossover with Overwatch. Uh, we're going to be getting, as far as we know thus far, we're going to be getting a crossover in terms of like a music video. There's going to be an in-game event on November 1st. The music video also, by the way, let me go back. It's going to be coming out uh, October 26th. It's going to be the perfect night music video that's going to be the title of the song again november 1st we're going to get an exclusive in-game event and november 4th they will be appearing at blizzcon so i would imagine that means we're going to get a performance right yeah and uh part of the crossover is also going to be some skins uh we did get a tease i don't remember if it was today or i think it was yes was it was okay yeah it was today then we got a tease about what the music video is going to be. So that kind of gave us the answers in terms of what the skins are going to be. Uh, with them, with it being a five-woman uh, five group, yeah. you, would, you would say that there was probably going to be five skins, one for each, right? Yeah. And in the little teaser, they kind of gave us those answers. Uh, if you look at the little teaser online, you're able to see Brig, you're able to see Tracer. You're able to see Kiriko. And yes, there is a D.Va. D.Va, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, is a, there is a fifth that was a little bit of a mystery. It seemed like uh, yeah. people were, were up there like, is this Sojourn? Is this Sombra? But if you, upon like closer look, she's riding like a uh, motorcycle. And on the back of the motorcycle, you can see like a Sombra, uh, her little emblem or whatever you would call it, her little... Uh, would, I guess it is. It, is it would, it, would it be her emblem? Insignia. Yeah, that that, that may, word. Yeah, yeah. Like the icon, I guess her her little icon, insignia, emblem, whatever mark, whatever you want to call it. You you can see it there. So, uh, I know for you it was just diva diva. As long as diva gets something, yeah. I know uh, the mercy, <laughs> the mer- the big mercy also has a big fan base. So the mercy players are in shambles right now that she didn't get somebody. Mercy but, always uh, gets something. I don't know if you. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I think I think they they mostly nailed it. I I felt like for sure Kiriko and Diva had to be in there, right? Yes. Uh, I think Brig. A lot of people say it was kind of a surprise, but I mean her being on the younger side, a lot of people are talking about like it fits, right? So uh, I was I was happy with all the with all the picks and stuff like that. Uh, even Tracer looked. I think they were kind of showing like playing the the video, and there was like a little still there. Even she looked kind of cool. But again, we'll get like the actual thing rather rather than just a teaser soon uh i guess i saw diva as long as divas are i'm happy i'm not sure how much it's gonna cost i'm not sure you know the price tag on this forty dollars <laughs> so we'll see that's because ash's stupid uh her skin came out today and it looks bob I, I buy these things for bob because he's a giant demonic teddy bear and i think it looks amazing and i'm like you son of a bitch. <laughs> i was like I, I got coins don't make me spend them so I thought that looked amazing. You know what? You know what's cool about the Bob thing, and people were talking about it. Uh, that it's funny how they're coming out with this uh, this Ash haunted doll skin right as uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is coming out. Like it yeah. kind of is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> perfect timing. Uh, I know the Witch Kiriko skin also went on sale again, which uh, that's a favorite for a lot of people. Yeah, so but if you miss that, you can check that out. Yeah, they cost coins, man. Like it doesn't co- it doesn't cost legacy coins. It costs coins, coins. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's in demand. Oh. This is barely the second time it comes back. This is only the second time that we've seen that one. So oh. maybe next time, if if you're if you're stingy with those coins and Kiriko's not one of your players, you know, maybe wait one more one more time. But uh, yeah, in anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, any um, any uh, predictions as to what the event's gonna be? You think it'll just be like the skins? You think we get something? Some it, kind of little. I, I'm not sure. I don't know if it'll be like a main, like a different type of. Um, just because I don't know all the different type of games that are out there. When I I'm think, when I say games, I think uh, modes. I guess, I guess like um, first person shooter modes. I know you're familiar with more. So I know you said uh, what was um, what's it called? Flashpoint in like COD. It's called something else. And or Hardpoint. Hardpoint, and then the other one was kill confirmed is is uh, Roadhogs, um, the Pachimari, the Pachimari. 
Uh, you said the uh, magic and something was hide and seek or something like that for Call of Duty, right? What was it? Oh, okay. That one's usually called Prop Hunt. Prop Hunt. Yeah, you see what I mean? Like, like I know there's different these game modes and elsewhere, and Rico's more familiar with those than I am. So I don't know if this one's going to have some sort of like music theme and stuff like that. I, it'd be real cool if there was some sort of... Um, if they're going to be doing this pop group, if there's some, I know they're having the music video, but in-game music as you play, you know, sometimes they'll have like music every now and then or something, something special just for this would be kind of cool. But as far as predictions, I don't really got none. I just play and I enjoy, um, and just play the hell out of it. Team deathmatch for the win. You know, you know what popped into my head? What if there was like a, like an emote game where like it's dancing, like you have to dance, like okay, it's a a free for all, and everybody goes in there and gets their like you're you have like these new skins on or whatever, and I have to do like okay, I'm gonna emote up, like everybody gets the same emotes, emote up, and the second person has to copy that one and add one. Oh, what's and then, it called? And then well, like, you know it's what? That it, game, it's that drinking game. I know it's like you be on the table and you have to do that. You like, scratch your armpits. The next person does yeah. the table, scratch your armpits, and then they scratch your head. So then the next person scratches their head, and then they have to do something else. And so like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That would be something cool, like and different. And uh, I mean, you could put these these like quote unquote idols in there without having them just straight up try to kill each other. <laughs> it's something a little bit different, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would that would be fun, you know, a, a fun event for like a week or two where everybody could go in there and. You know, just play, have fun in a different way other than trying to just take each other's heads off. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they can do all kinds of things. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to this. I will be uh, watching the BlizzCon event, too. I'm really excited about the World Cup. So I'm, I think it's cool that they're going to have this, uh, this group, uh, La Seraphim, go ahead and perform. Uh, and we'll be looking out for that uh, Perfect Night music video in just a few days. Uh, word also went around today that the uh, Xbox chief Phil Spencer and uh, the Xbox team in general went to go visit uh, the Blizzard campus for the first time today. And uh, the the words out the word out there is that uh, in in a lot of the press and stuff like that that they did. You would see like micro, like uh, there's like a background. You know how there's usually a background when they're walking, like the red carpet or something like that. I don't know what you would call it in this, in this kind of situation, but it's not really a red carpet. But just you know where they're doing press in the background, you can see like Microsoft, and then it just says Blizzard. It doesn't say Activision Blizzard. So people are like speculating that they might be trying to like separate the two a little bit, not just have them like one entity, but you know. Microsoft is going to have Activision and Microsoft is going to have Blizzard. It's not going to be Activision Blizzard. I know yeah. a lot of people, particularly like the Blizzard uh, fans over the last couple of years have said that since joining Activision. Oh, yeah. It's been down here. There, there has been a little bit, you know, they have felt a difference, a change in more going towards like the, you know, we got to pump out content. We got to make money off of this, like this than the other. So I think for the people that felt that way, like this might be exciting that they're going to split them up and then some of the comments that uh phil reportedly said is that uh right now uh this was of course to the staff at, at blizzard saying that right now uh he doesn't really have answers for them that it's all about listening to them and building trust and uh, that he just him and his team just want to enable these people to make their dream games so uh of course good start uh, we kind of just got to see how it how it goes from there. What happens to like these properties that we all know and love, and uh, hopefully it's you know nothing but good stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. I know um, separating them, I think, is an amazing move, just because obviously they're gonna be looked at as their own studios, right? Yes, they're under the flagship, the umbrella, and stuff like that. But if you're gonna have these as like subsidiaries, I guess um that's gonna obviously be separate they don't have to focus on both or you know both things they obviously each company would just focus on the games that already exist under their own properties or their idea so that's that's gonna be awesome and again super excited for the blizzard part i, I really want to see you know them shut up a lot of people on the internet just a lot of people oh you think they're gonna be the savior i was like well they're doing better than what the hell activision was doing by the damn selves you know what i mean so um I i'm excited i'm excited to see you know where they go down the road Starcraft is going to be a BR, and I'm going to shit myself and then cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then Warcraft is going to come out and be a, a fighter game or something, do something dumb. I'll be like, oh, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me them the strategy RPGs. That's all I want, man. 
Yeah, the other news we got uh, this week from Activision Blizzard is Phil Spencer did directly say that those games are not going to be coming to Game Pass at least until next year, at the very earliest, right? So 2024 is kind of the what we're looking at now, which is still just a couple months away, right? But uh, sure, how about yeah. World of Warcraft on Game Pass? Shoot, that, that'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great for people who have like it'd just be great in general to bring a whole new audience because again, like we've tried playing, but the learning curve, like we don't know what we're doing. Learning curve is massive, and if they put like World of Warcraft Classic on the on the Xbox, I might be more inclined to play it. You know what I mean? Just because hey, Game Pass, like obviously it's free here and stuff like that, right? But why not, dude? Yeah, I'm. I'm. It, it's it's uh it's always like we say an entry point for a whole new group of people to try out these games that never did before. Uh, so I mean, right on. <laughs> game yeah. pass, game pass, only game pass. All you need, you know. In some cases. Uh, last thing I have is that uh, Mario and Spider Man Two did come out. Uh, so big weeks for those on the Nintendo Switch, those on the PS Five. Uh, and the scores kind of across the board have been very, very good. Uh, I don't know if you've watched any of either game or if you've read about either game. I kind of have kept my distance a little bit just in case, you know, down the line I do want to try one. Uh, I don't, I personally, as of right now, don't have a PS5. So if I was to try one, it would be Mario. Uh, but I know both games people are playing, people are talking a lot about. Uh, what do you think? Have you... Uh, last I talked to you, you hadn't you hadn't bit the bullet on either one yet. Uh, has that changed? If you were to get one, which one would it be first? I'm gonna play both first. I I, I am. Something tells me not. And then we had a conversation, right? Spider Man might go down a little, might go down in price a little a little later. And I, I'm in no rush to play Spider Man. The Spider Man Part One and Miles, I played both of them, hundred percent both of them, as a matter of fact. And I enjoyed them immensely. But part and part two, not not to say that, oh why am I playing it day 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 one and stuff like that? It's because I still have a lot, and right now I'm, I am super invested in Zelda, so I'm not trying to get into anything else just yet. And I could probably again play it down the line and all these things. And again, it's more Spider Man. I'm I play Spider Man more for the story and the characters rather than the gameplay. The gameplay is fun and stuff like that, but you know it does get lower repetitive. At least in the, the DLC did, and that was one of my gripes with it. Where yeah, you get different powers, but I found myself just using the same combos over and over again and you know when i'm thinking oh it's insomniac you know they're they're an amazing studio maybe we'll get might get more infamous down the line where you get you know amazing powers but anyways i digress i'm more than likely and it's no secret to get mario first and strangely enough i rarely talk about mario in, in that instance but i've played rico every single mario game that's come out and passed it including and this was recently because of of uh Nintendo switch online part two <laughs> you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, you know the one where he flies and jumps like a madman but um i've played them all i've passed them all i've i love the mario games i'm more than likely to pick up mario no joke whether this week or sometime next week and play the hell out of that game first in between zelda because i do like platformers i, I really enjoy platformers i've heard that it was just a lot of fun and just a blast so i'm hoping the later levels do get a more difficult i've always appreciated like the last levels of 3d world last levels of what was the other one on the d on the the ds i think which one was it uh 3d land also had those hard levels there at the end and i've always enjoyed those just complex levels i'm hoping this has more of that towards the end but nonetheless um i'm more likely to get mario first a lot sooner than spider-man but not to say i'm not going to play because my place it's been a while since i've touched my playstation i still have a huge amount of games but I am playing both. As a matter of fact, we just got a picture right now. Omar picked up Spider-Man 2. And I know Omar is actually getting a lot more into the single-player realm, which, again, that's... I know Andrew's a big time. I'm a big time. Uh, I know you're more uh, the Pokemon. I'm not sure if you're into the single-player aspect as much as we are, actually. That's interesting. But I know Andrew's big time on that, so am I. And I saw Omar playing Spider-Man. I said, huh. And I didn't peg Omar as somebody who would play single player games because daniel makes fun of me for playing single player games so you know what i mean like mm-hmm. but it, it's gonna be fun and i it's i i know a lot of the, the reviews were raving and again to me it is more of the same so hopefully that they did do more quality of life stuff because after a while even swinging i know fast travels there and stuff like that but i enjoyed swinging through town so i hope you know the swing is a bit better and stuff like that i've seen bits and pieces i know some stuff has been amazing so again excited for both Except for both, for sure. But I'm gonna end up picking Mario first. Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, 
if, if I if I play one, obviously it's gonna be Mario. And I think even if I had the decision between both, I would probably pick Mario as well. Uh, and yeah, it's it's pretty cool that Omar. I actually just looked at it right now. The the picture that he sent us that he's playing Spider Man. Uh, I know he started with the this last time with God of War. He picked up God of War, played through that, and then was now Spider Man. So that's cool that he's like expanding into some of these other things. Uh, for me, like the single player thing right now has just been a couple of misses because I'm there's games where like I'm almost there and I want to pick them up, but I end up deciding no, I better wait. Uh, I was thinking about picking up Armored Core. I was thinking about picking up Baldur's Gate. I also thought about picking up this last one that was on uh that was like a like a Souls type game. Uh Lords of the Fallen. I thought about that one. I ended up passing on those three. I did play a lot of Liza P, which that one was amazing. I've been uh itching to maybe play Elden Ring again. Um uh, not sure. But uh, I don't know. Lately I just haven't been nothing has like called out to me like oh, I got to play this. And uh, I honestly don't even know what like next up is for me. Honestly, I don't know either. And not to, like I, I played Baldur's Gate three. I did like what I played. Either it wasn't for me, and I still have it. Might try it again. Um, the, I guess at some point I was just kind of like, well, this is kind of not tedious, but I didn't really care for the character so far. I remember we had that conversation with Rudy where it's like. Oh, the character free come first and foremost, and I was like, oh, you know, cool. Like, I just want to get through it. Which again, it was fun, and I'm, I might end up getting through it later. But it, to me, if I'm picking between Elden Ring and Baldur's Gate three, like from the like on a whim, you know, played the played it once and really loved the shit out of it. I'm going to Elden Ring ten times out of ten. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So again, that's just my preference. I know some people might be like, oh, you're wrong, and that's cool. That that's fine. But again, it was just might have been something out not for me. Uh, I did give it a shot. I did spend seventy goddamn dollars on it, uh, so I do intend to go back and play it, <laughs> get my money's worth. But yeah, I mean, uh, and that's because I want to play Armored Core over that one, and for whatever reason, I I, I did and uh, did Baldur's Gate instead of Armored Core, and now I'm here trying to figure out what the hell. And I need to stop spending money on games just to try them out for a few hours because my backlog's <laughs> already freaking huge, man. Yeah, I do it a lot, dude. I don't know if it's because I have the money to be more selective or whatever because I do I do genuinely love playing video games. But my backlog's already 50 games deep and I'm over here buying new games, playing them for six hours, saying, eh, and then moving on. I need, yeah. I need more Game Pass in my life. I need to play, try this game on Game Pass before I buy them or something. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I did download and have been playing again? Uh, zombies. I downloaded a Black Ops Cold War and I've been playing a lot of zombies actually. So I've been having a blast with that. But yeah, I just don't see anything right now other than maybe the next Call of Duty just because my brother-in-law and I uh, file share. So he's uh, he picked it up already. So that means I get it. So for sure, I'll be trying that out. Maybe that will get Call of Duty. But I don't really see too much else down the line that I'm... Uh, I, I also have been tempted to get Resident Evil 4, the remake. I've seen it on sale a couple of times and I kind of added it to my cart. And I know you get like those updates like, oh, so-and-so went on sale that's in your cart or in your wish list rather. Uh, so that's the other one I've been kind of like back and forth between. Uh, but yeah, I don't really see too much else right now, at least for me, that stands out. Uh, I'm more just invested in, you know, playing 2K with the guys. I know you still feel some sort of way about that. Uh, and, dude, uh, I listen to you all play every every time you all play, I'll join. And, oh, man, I, I love that I'm not a part of the just those those oohs and ahs and just just uh and i feel it every time from rudy dude <laughs> man do i feel it from rudy i feel it from omar and daniel not i guess not so much you because uh you kind of you kind of like laugh it off or whatever but like it really really affects those guys what the hell is that? that's a bullshit man rudy okay green i guess not like it like it just <laughs> It makes me feel a certain way, and I just, I'm just like, oh, thank the Lord. Like, and I'm having a blast just listening, man, because everybody has their little quips and stuff like that, the things they say, and and I crack up and I laugh and I make jokes here and there. And again, I'm super excited. I'm not playing. Why, why lie? I'm not. I'm not going to get into that game at all. Though surprising, the one was pretty. And I, I would not that I'm surprised, but Cornelio is actually pretty tame when he plays that game. Like he knows he plays that. And kudos to him. He plays that game with all with all of its faults. And I feel like he doesn't really complain when I've heard him. And more so when he complained, it's just because he missed a shot or something. But like, he doesn't really question the game mechanics. That's again, as far as when I when I, when I hear y'all hear y'all play, like he doesn't question the game mechanics. He doesn't question the guy. Like him, it's just like you know, it's just 
his complaining is, I hate this. This game sucks. I hate this. This game sucks. Like that, that's what you get. Where, where like Rudy, oh, the animation's this, and Omar is saying that, oh, that's bull. Like, oh, yeah, he's a and he's a power forward. I don't know what. Like, it's just examples. I don't even actually say it right, but it's still funny. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, it's a complicated relationship <laughs> we have with that game, but you know, it's it's the guys, right? So, like I've always said, that it's hard to let go of it, even though like I feel. I have felt like for the last three years, a little bit of buyer's remorse uh, at some point where I'm like, oh, I did it again. Like, oh, I did it again. But then you log on and you get that text like, hey, you want to play? You want to play? And uh, there's days, I can go days or weeks without talking to uh, Rudy or Omar or Daniel. Not so much you. Uh, but... We don't. We, we won't talk. We won't text. We want nothing. But we get on 2K and we we get on there and we either win and we're super happy or we lose and we're super pissed off. But I mean, at least it's together, right? So that's what I've always uh, why uh, I hold on to that game because it's yeah. like it's the last thing we do together. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, we've uh, talked about it before, right? Where we kind of hone in on these games that we just enjoy playing together. Like like the point that I think the other day, and it always makes me real good. It's six of us were online, seven of us were online. The fact we're we're in our thirties, hitting our thirties, and you still sometimes see six, seven people online. That that makes you feel real good. Like hell yeah, but like there's still stuff going on. You know what I mean? We still talk and stuff. I know, and then other times it's just me and Rico playing. And before and before two K, to be fair. You know, before there's these multiplayer games that come out, it's just Rico and I playing. Kind of, you know, Omar will join, and so it's been us three. As a matter of fact, the last in the last year, I know me and Omar and Rico are usually the one playing. Andrew will pop in, have a conversation, but you know that's about it, right? But we had Rudy, Daniel, Cornelio, even one of Cornelio, I think it's his cousin, had joined, and we we're just having a good time and talking, man. You know what I mean? And, and that's always fun. So I, I don't blame you, obviously, for buying it and playing, right, just to keep everybody together and stuff like that. But I ain't gonna not lie when I say it's it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I, uh, I, actually, thoughts. I actually found this, uh, I saw this TikTok where this guy goes and does this dunk and the way the whole team yells, like when he dunks, like they're all excited. I'm like, holy crap, that sounds like us. So I texted to all the guys and they were all laughing super hard. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, it's just not, it's not always a good time, but <laughs> it's mostly a good time. <laughs> uh last thing i have here uh no actually that's it that's it we did the activision stuff we did the overwatch stuff and we did mario and spider-man so yeah i mean i think that's a wrap right yeah uh before you sign us out i do have to give our hero of the week now i don't know how many of you all noticed at the beginning marcus did drop that uh, tomorrow is a very special day and i kind of no sold it a little bit because i wanted to wait for the hero of the week because tomorrow is in fact a very special day october 25th happy birthday to the guy in which this podcast could not be possible my dynamic duo my partner uh marcus um you know i'll spare you my my version of happy birthday i won't sing <laughs> but <laughs> you know i i just want to thank you for for uh taking this dive with me thank you for your many years of friendship you know uh despite sometimes we have our differences we have our things we agree on like we've always still remained very close uh and you're a hell of a guy hell of a friend so uh I hope you have the best birthday tomorrow uh, with the context of like you have this meeting and that meeting and all this and that. I hope they all go amazing. Yeah, I hope so too. And I appreciate it. I just want to know that every time Rico and I have our differences, I just chalk it up to Rico's wrong again and I just move on with my life. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. We've always had healthy arguments, healthy conversations. I think Rico and I uh, do, do a really good job of like back and forth, especially when stuff like, we disagree on stuff. But and the other day I mentioned like, yeah, you know, like when it, when it comes to the one person Rico kind of mentioned earlier when it comes to the one guy I talk to I talk to Cornelia every few every few days but the one guy I legit I will talk to every day whether it's a text message or something in some way short form or fashion Rico I message Rico every single day we talk almost every day when it when you go two days without talking I look at Melanie and I said man I haven't talked to Rico in a while. She goes, how long has it been? I said, it's been two days. And she goes, oh, wow. And I'm just like, you don't understand. Like, like Rico and I, we, we'll play something. We'll text something. Like, it's always a message. Like, like we're always... Memes. Yeah, memes. It's just just everything in general, even if it's anime or video games or something. Like, like Rico's the one guy that I, I message every single day. Cornelio being the, probably the guy second most, obviously, not counting Melanie and stuff like that. But, like, I appreciate it. And I know I've always been very... Um, 
fond of our friendships and stuff like that and obviously i, I see you know rico uh, as a brother you know le legit you know no other way of saying it between rico and cornelio and and rick and all the guys you know but, but rico and i have just shared this special friendship you know since since we played basketball together way back when so i really appreciate the happy birthdays and that's awesome and i, I really appreciate it man i know anytime a birthday rolls around it's always like oh man i'm turning 33 not to say that anybody else is 33 but it's just another year and many made a good point earlier it's always like damn you know late because the last few years or a long time it's always been like oh here's another birthday which goes no it's a celebration of another year of life and he said you know what you're right like why should i feel down like no i made it through another year i'm I'm, an, I'm a year older like hell yeah you know that's something to be proud of and I, that kind of really hit home so i'm hoping to do something soon uh, i my birthday legit falls on a wednesday that's the worst day you don't can't do shit the weekend before you can't do week. shit the week after uh but nonetheless i am gonna take a few days off so i'm hoping to actually get together with some of the guys and maybe do a little something not necessarily for my birthday but i would like for everybody to get together whether we play board games or something like that it's always been one of my favorite things to do but uh thank you i really appreciate it hero of the week man <laughs> thank you i really appreciate that <laughs> our hero of the week marcus appreciate it uh with that now that i feel all good inside and stuff like that and again i do have amazing people surrounding me you know just and i really appreciate it so with that said last if you haven't checked out last week's podcast and i know it's been a couple of days again we are recording this on a tuesday but because i've just been very busy and you know uh, again family my brother congratulations again to him um our, our niece our niece my my mine and my brother's nieces and stuff so again, real quick congrats. how does how does this affect uh how's the ratio in your family doing i know y'all have typically been like a lot of boys like is this tipping the scale yet or are you still way heavily a lot more boys or worse to actually sam has two girls michael has two girls uh that's about it i think that the, the, that's been about it as far as the females and stuff like that but for the most part still predominantly boys the girls but are are coming out man they're coming out of the woodworks and that's because again my grandmother's always had oh i had 13 grandsons and one granddaughter and stuff like that so it's always been like it was just ally for the longest time yeah so now i was kind of tipping it's getting there so we'll see i think all my cousins have to kind of and my brothers also kind of have to keep turning them out and stuff like that so we'll see we'll see going down the line but yeah, um, but again, congratulations to Michael. Uh, okay. If you haven't checked out last week's podcast, we talked about what a new Titanfall, a new Titanfall game, some anime. Dragon Ball is it, came, it was came back with announcements. So that's huge. You would like to hear our thoughts on that. Go give it a listen to. And again, that was last Sunday. It's been a few couple of days, but again, we're going to give you one a week, and you can expect to listen to our next one this weekend. Also, uh, we've been having a lot more discussions with Rudy, who's actually been very. Um, dominant or i guess very available i guess would be the right word not dominant very available and so he's joined us for two two times in a row already so if you want to check out those discussions feel free to go check those out you know rudy's always a trip and he loves to interject so we hope to have him or, or anybody else who would like to join us more in the future right so uh with that said thank you guys for joining rico anything else before we say good night that's it thanks again again uh happy early birthday to marcus and congrats to mike and the family Thank you. All righty, guys. You guys have a good night. Appreciate it. Bye.